Panthers fans, welcome to the very first episode of Claude Weekly. I'm Malcolm Fletcher, joined by Ben Waterworth. Ben, how you doing today? Yeah, I know. I, I'm so excited to get this finally up and running. You know, like you said, it's been a long time coming, a couple months of planning here. And we have lots of things in store, lots of fun stuff ahead of us. And let's just get right into it. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, going into, you know, obviously the, the identification camp and now the summer development ice, obviously I was very excited and obviously the first couple times on I was very rusty, but it just kind of became second nature there. Uh, once you kind of get back into it, it's just a creature habit, I guess. Uh, well, behind the ID camp, obviously, it, it usually takes place right after um, kind of the midget and bantam season provincials is kind of wrapped up and over. It just gives every kid a chance, obviously, from the ages of 14, 15, all the way up to 18 years old to kind of uh, be seen by the coaches, uh, by the staff. And really, it's kind of their first impression to really make, uh, take their game to the next level. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that identification camp that we had to have, you know, it was obviously a little bit different uh, than previous years. We had to kind of work our way around it and have, you know, some simulations, uh, not necessarily gameplay or contact play, but we did have those simulations sort of things where uh, it, it went great for just kind of having a replica of what our average ID camp would be. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, I, I, 100%. You know, like obviously hockey's literally my life, you know. That's, I grew up playing it every every Friday night, going to the Panthers game every weekend, you know. Uh, and then just kind of getting back on the ice almost this year is completely different than every other year just because, you know, every other year in the summertime you might have that, you always have a chance to kind of get on the ice. But uh, this year I just felt like I was a little kid again. Just kind of going out there, super pumped as like just for my one day a week to get on the ice. That's kind of what it felt like getting back out there. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, I wouldn't say I was sore from that, but uh, you know, uh, I guess it does happen from time to time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think we're at one right now. One. Yeah, that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be quite weird, kind of going into it, because usually by now we're already in full swing. You know, we're, we're we've got a team um, pretty close to being picked. You know, we're getting geared up to start exhibition games in a week or two, um, and obviously there's the off season, the summer months where we're not necessarily you know training, practicing is kind of on your own time. Uh, but it's it's just really just kind of the hope that it's going to happen, whether it's in September, October, January next year who knows but all we want is just the hope that we get a we get a hockey season this year Yeah, exactly. So uh, pretty much out here for this development kind of ice, uh, where some of the some higher end players from the identification camp, and we've kind of been split up um, into two kind of teams. You know, uh, obviously there's been restrictions on how many people we can have on the ice, so that's kind of something we've had to navigate around. But we finally found you know a way to get you know the even amount of numbers on the ice, so we can still be safe and follow all the guidelines out there. Um, but yeah, obviously coming up here uh, more of the returning players and guys that have been on the team before are going to start coming in uh, obviously for added ice sessions and whatnot. Uh, just really just trying to you know keep everyone making sure their skills are sharp because like I said earlier who knows when the season's going to go who knows it's going to be September who knows it's going to be October who knows it's going to be January like it, you just always have to be ready to go Um, I haven't quite found a way to kind of track other teams other than, you know, just a social media post every here and there. But uh, it's kind of been a little bit more difficult, just obviously restrictions and, you know, obviously trying to stay safe with the guidelines put in place. Uh, well, I'd say it's a pretty long story, but I'd say it started almost 10 years ago now. I'm only 15, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it kind of started out, uh, we were building some players for the team, you know, um, and I started coming to the game every Friday and I just instantly fell in love with like the atmosphere at the games you know uh back then there was the, the game was obviously a little bit more different last uh, back then but uh there's like some great teams that uh, we had here on the peninsula lots of memories being made and i just kind of grew up from there kind of always coming every friday and then i eventually uh developed an amazing relationship with uh pete Zabersky, the owner and um local legend larry orr who uh, was around here? He was the equipment ma uh, manager uh, for a for a long time on the peninsula. So that's kind of how I kind of got into the mix. Was just uh, kind of having the relationship. We were still uh, building, and uh, I'd say give it you know three years, two years of doing that. Um, 
I became kind of a fill-in guy that was kind of, you know, I was still a little kid back then. I was kind of just filling up water bottles, taking sticks to the bench, throwing the pucks on the ice. And then fast forward maybe maybe a year or two, um, I ended up getting, that was kind of my new full-time position. I, was, I, I became the stick boy and Sticky was born from there. Uh, yeah, I'd say I think I got that nickname when I was maybe 9 or 10, <laughs> 9, 10, 11, kind of around that age. I think I was maybe whatever, however old you are in grade 4. <laughs> Uh, I honestly don't even think my parents call me Malcolm when I'm in trouble anymore. It's gotten to that point. But, uh, yeah, it's just sticky now. Like, when I'm at the rink, I don't think anyone's calling me Malcolm. It, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing, really, when I think about it. Just, you know, just from simply how things have changed from, you know, obviously Panorama. We had an amazing renovation uh, a few years back now. Um, but just kind of how things have developed and changed, even from the hockey standpoint. You know, back then it was kind of more a, a rough and tough kind of fighting game. And now it's developed into a, a, a more skill, skill-wise. And even, you know, just simply around... Uh, just from the people that you see, um, you know, there's obviously lots of new faces, but there's also the faces that I've seen since I was, you know, five, six years old, uh, coming to the rink every Friday night to watch. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's literally been uh, a dream of mine since I was five or six years old. I remember telling my dad it wasn't, it wasn't. Oh, I want to play in the NHL. I want to play for the Canucks. It was. I want to be a Panther one day. That's that's what I wanted to be. Uh, I'd say I'm getting, definitely getting closer and closer. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily on the cusp or borderline yet, but I definitely feel like I'm getting a lot closer, and maybe in a year or two, I re- I, I'm just hoping that I can strap it on. Uh, my areas of my game that I definitely need to improve are probably my speed um, on the ice and making like, just kind of quicker quicker decisions out there, uh, not delaying as much. And, you know, uh, actually Pete and Brad have been a huge part of uh, developing that since I was like 12 years old. They've been, you know... Uh, it, obviously, Brad wasn't quite around when I was 12, but uh, when he came into coach, he um, he would ask me all the time, "Hey, Sticky, you want to come push pucks around at practice?" You know, and uh, you know, just giving me feedback and tips of, you know, just little things that I can improve in my game, not necessarily just my skating and whatnot, but just little things that have made you know my stick skills and uh, vision of the ice and the mental side of the game just so much better. And I really have to hand it to Brad and Pete for that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not at the rink. I, I have my own rollerblades. I got a net at my house. There's a school right by my house where I go and rollerblade, and there's a net there. So that's just an amazing place for me to, you know, kind of uh, go and improve my skills. And then the next best thing is definitely watching hockey. Just watching, you know, watch a player, see how he moves around, see, uh, look at his stance, how his knees are bent, his, you know, he's he's got a good posture out there, and uh, he just looks strong and powerful. And I think, um, you know, I've been kind of trying to watch, you know, obviously I've watched lots of hockey in my life, so I've kind of picked up um, lots of little things from, you know, not only you know, talking to someone face-to-face, but on the screen, watching an NHL player. Uh, that sort of thing is something that uh, not only myself I can improve on, but I think every hockey player should, you know, watch lots of hockey. Uh, yeah, well, for some of those skills um, that I used to watch a lot is actually a former Panther, Skylar Diamond Burchuk, who just completed his 20-year-old season. And one thing I really loved about his game uh, was how how low he was in his stance and how ready he was for no matter what happened. And then obviously um, kind of an NHL uh, comparison. I, I grew up uh, a huge Canucks fan. And probably an even bigger Oilers fan, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> you better not be. Oh boy, yeah, that that would. <laughs> but uh, I grew up, you know, um, Canucks because that's kind of what's always on TV here. Was I? I watched a lot of the Sedin twins and Ryan Kessler, Kevin Bieksa, Alex Burrows, and even Luongo. I used to love playing goalie when I was younger, whether it was road hockey or someone had to fill in on the weekend. And I'd say those were kind of the guys I really watched just because I loved the way they played the game. You know, um, Ryan Kessler, Kevin Bieksa, kind of uh, a little bit more rough, kind of tough guys. Um, and then the Sedins who are just... They're, they're magical out there, let's be honest. And then um, Alex Burrows, who has the great finish and just hands down just a great player. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I it, it's kind of like I, I every time I watch that guy skate, I'm just like, there's no way he just did that. Like, uh, you know, obviously I'm sure everyone saw that goal he just scored in the playoffs on the backhand. He just went through everybody so effortlessly. He's a great guy to watch, but I don't think I'll ever even come close to that caliber. Um, but, uh, you know, may- maybe one day. You never never say never. Oh, yeah, he was great. That was very nice. Yeah, it's not quite the same, but uh, I'd say obviously, you know, in, in Canada, I wouldn't even say hockey is a sport. It's more of just a way of life, really. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs>
chatting to the players, kind of getting, mm-hmm. getting to know that. And our goal will be to basically chat to everyone on the roster, kind of, you know, yes. yeah. tell, tell me some tips, Sticky, when it comes to chatting to a hockey player. What are, what are some fun questions that you think hockey players either, you know, really get excited for, and the flip side, really kind of get a bit angry about like, what, what we can do to really get in underneath the skin of these guys? You really to get underneath the skin? To know them. To get real, to get on. Okay, okay. Well, it's first of all, to make him angry, ask him what happened out there. Okay. So ask him like, after we ought to catch him on a bad game. Yep. You know, maybe they were on for three, four goals, and say what happened out there. Okay. And they they won't know what to say. Yep. They won't know what to say. They'll get upset. Yep. You know, just ask them simple things like that. You know, um, who knows? You know, maybe like touch their stick or something like that. Okay. That some guys don't like that. I know. Not a lot of guys do. You know, some guys are fine with it. Some guys just don't like it. Some guys just don't like it. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you, so it doesn't really matter anymore. There's still kind of some pretty boys out there kind of playing hockey. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're a pretty boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, obviously, lots of guys on our team are obviously local kids, you know, whether it's they live in Victoria, Brentwood, Sydney. Um, And then, you know, last year we had guys from Whitehorse and Manitoba. Uh, You know, we've had guys from Vancouver. We've had guys on our team from Norway. Yeah, California, too. Ah, no. (laughs) Not yet, no. On this team, maybe by maybe by this podcast, we'll get an Aussie. Oh boy! I don't know if you want to get Pete talking. Uh, if we get Pete talking, I think, yeah, uh, I I think Pete he has like, this guy has endless stories to tell. He has all the best stories from when he played hockey, uh, from when he coached hockey. He has lots of great stories of him coaching hockey, whether it was with the Panthers or whether it was him coaching his son's minor hockey. Uh, I I've heard. I feel like I've heard all the stories, but I don't even think I've came close. (laughs) You will find you'll uh, Pete would Pete will share a few.
genuinely unique products out there to, to get to know this club, to, to, to get an understanding of who the Peninsula Panthers are, what makes it tick, uh, for a thick and thin, whether or not we're going to be lifting that championship up at the end of the season mm-hmm. or that's it, that's the goal. Nothing, no we stand on bus there. The championship trophy will be coming back to you to other Peninsula. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, like you said, the championship hasn't been here in over a decade now. So uh, I've always kind of just wanted to, you know, I, ever since I've been a part of the team, you know, I remember when I was like uh, 10 or something like that, we were playing up in Campbell River against Campbell River Storm, and I think we lost in five games. And I remember stepping out on the ice after, he's like, hey, come on, stick. You, we're going to go shake their hands. I'm like, okay, okay. I'll go shake their hands. And I remember just kind of looking at the other end of the ice. They didn't win the championship yet. They just won the first round of the playoffs. And just seeing how happy and how pumped up they were to, you know, um, win. And from that point on, I'd think it would be... I Obviously, a dream of mine is to lift up the trophy as a player. But just as a, a team staff member, you know, opening that up, just knowing that I've been around the team for so long and really seeing them... The, the program kind of start again from the ground up and come up. You know, I, I you know we kind of had a little bit of a drought going into this year. Um, I'll never forget losing to the Victoria Cougars in Game 7 back in 2012, I believe it was. Um, and I actually remember bawling my eyes out uh, after the game. Bawling my eyes out because uh, my billet bro was go, had to go home. Yeah, the Cougars too, you know... Uh, Obviously, this year I think uh, we were we were down in the series, but we weren't out yet, and uh, I think we would have had a great chance against them if. Uh, but obviously, circumstances changes. Okay. Guys, I think that's great. Yeah. 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 Oh, poor. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm a hundred percent willing. I'm, I'll take any chirps from them. You know, I can take it. You know, I, I, I play hockey. You can chirp my hockey skills. You, it won't phase me. You can chirp the you can chirp the way I dress, the way I talk. It won't phase me. So, Victoria Cougars, next week we will have a chirp for you, and I want you to fire back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's game on. It's game on, you know. Well, obviously, you know, Twitter, Instagram, at uh, PPanthersVIJHL. Obviously, you know, go drop us a follow on it. You know, uh, I, I've been kind of posting, you know, every here and there, trying to put some stuff out for you guys, whether it's game highlights from last season, even a couple throwbacks. You know, I even had a couple throwbacks to, uh, uh, I think I posted a few weeks back, 
um, uh, on hockey TV. I went back as far as I could to the very first game and I actually posted a goal that was scored. I believe it was, I think it was against the Oceanside Generals. I can't remember who scored the goal, but um, I'm gonna have to repost it. I'll repost it and I'll and I'll kind of uh, put it to the highlights. I'll put it to the highlights. Yeah, yeah. The um, I think we had a, a. I don't know if we had a power outage or what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come back next week. But yeah, we're in the gear room right now. Uh, we don't. There's no gear except for a couple jerseys and a couple sticks, and uh, I think a pair of pants, a, hockey, a pair of hockey pants that someone left here. <laughs> All right, Panthers fans, thank you so much. Episode one, this is the start of something huge. Peace.